Hi everyone, welcome back to Conscious Club with me, Sarah, and Nadia, <laughs> and and today we have a special guest. Introduce yourself. Introduce yourself, guest. Anonymous guest who will no longer be anonymous. <laughs> Hi, my name is Rara. What else, what, what else do I say? I don't know. Anything. Where do you go? To, where do you go to school? Where do you live? What's your zodiac sign? Mm. Yeah. What do you look for in a partner? Um, oh, we're getting personal. <laughs> um, my name is Rara. I am currently residing in Perth, Australia. I currently go to this school called TAFE. So it's like a college in Australia where basically like you're getting like your like degree, de- uh, sorry, not degree, diplo- diploma or like certificate so you can like start working. And I'm currently taking cookery so i'm trying to be a chef oh she she be on on that remy shit she be on that ratatouille shit (laughs) (laughs) what's the difference between cookery and culinary i don't i don't really know i i I think it's the same thing but cookery really focuses on like like industry oh like um sir like a food that is made to be served to people and sold yeah see or like the act of cooking. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like the um, the course I'm taking is called commercial cookery, so it's like you work in commercial kitchens to get your qualifications ooh, to work commercial. there. Commercial. What does that mean, commercial kitchen? So what differ? What makes it different from like? It's kitchens that are in the in advertisement sense. <laughs> <laughs> commercial. I Com- hate you. I hate you so much. I, I, that works though. Imagine if Farah was like a TV chef. I could oh see my that. God. I could see oh you as a TV God, chef. Yes. I don't think. I don't think oh that was God, the I intention. Like- <laughs> but, but maybe. <laughs> I think that could work. Like you can be like the Farah Quinn type. Yeah. I oh can my see, God. You know Farah Quinn. Just like, she does. She's so pretty. Yeah. She is. <laughs> she's thriving too now. Mm-hmm. I want to thrive. I mean, she's also Rara's also thriving. Oh, yeah. I mean, one day. <laughs> so I don't know. Tell us about culinary, culinary school. Well, you would think that culinary school would be really fun, right? Like, oh, you're like cooking with your friends, and somebody's like helping you, like teaching you how to cook, and you have like your recipe books and stuff. Like, it like it'd be fun and mm-hmm. like what like therapeutic, but the truth is, it's really not. It really, it really how so? kills you. Like in the very beginning, when you're still getting used to it, it really kills you physically and mentally because you have school days that are like nine hours long that could start at like 12 and finish at nine damn nine hours yeah and you're just like cooking throughout the entire like nine hours yep we have like a few theory classes but that's like only it's only four hours throughout the week everything else it's like over 20 hours in total and everything else is in the kitchen and it's tough like in the beginning i had a hard time adjusting to just like just standing for nine hours straight. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Do you yeah. ever get to sit down? Um, not really. If you're in the kitchen, no. Oh my god. It's oh like the god. same thing like Sharon. Like she had to stand up. Like, damn. Yeah. I feel like I think a lot of a main a major component of the service industry is just standing. <laughs> okay. Honestly. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. But how are you enjoying it? Well, in the beginning it was like tough right i was really tired and i couldn't find myself enjoying it much but the more that i got used to it like when you're in the kitchen and you're doing something like you won't really feel tired like at this point i don't feel tired if i'm like doing something and i'm like actively like going to the stove and like chopping stuff up or whatever um the part that does get tiring is like when um the lecturer is like briefing you and then you just like stand there for like 10 minutes listening to what they're saying and then that's when like I start dozing off but now it's gotten it's gotten really enjoyable actually cuz food is actually really interesting fuck i love i love i love food i just made um i made the souffle pancakes for breakfast <gasps> oh, oh i did like so a tiramisu nice. thing so it was like the souffle pancake and then i made like a cream cheese sauce sort of and then i i dusted some cocoa powder on top of it 
So it's almost Bro. like tiramisu oh my souffle God. pancake. Oh my God. I just realized that if you're in... Okay, so you're in school and you're in culinary school. Wait, I know you're living with your aunt, but like, do you cook for yourself like most of the times? So actually being... Okay, here's a misconception. People think that chefs always eat so good because they know how to cook, right? But the truth is, if you're studying in school to get your qualifications to become a chef and on top of that you're also working in the kitchen you barely have time to just like go home and rest like when i get home the first thing i want to do is and make stuff for yourself yeah Yeah. and like because my aunt used to be a chef but she's not anymore she works like a morning to three four job Mm -hmm. so she gets home and she's the one who's usually making dinner so sometimes i do cook for myself if like i don't really feel like um eating what they made or they had already finished it but most of the time i sleep <laughs> or i uber eats oh that's nice oh. oh and then like when you uber eat something do you judge the food based off of like your knowledge of <laughs> cookery i don't know like i feel like she she has a she can that's be a food true. critic now yeah that's true. technically you can be a food critic mm, it's i'll be honest it's usually like pizza <laughs> when I oh. eat, it's usually like fucking dominoes or something but if i get something else i do like if i don't particularly enjoy the taste like i bring the food to the stove and then i like i like add some other stuff <gasps> Ooh, she modifies it she, she modifies whoa that's so smart i love that, that i love that she she took an act of the decision to make her own food better because someone else did it bad because <laughs> i paid like 30 fucking dollars for it if i don't like it then exactly i'm gonna change it is so expensive there isn't it you guys see yeah i mean food itself here is just like more expensive right and the delivery cost is like the the cheapest delivery cost that i ever got was like 4.99 it can go up to like eight dollars oh, how much is that in Rupa? that's crazy is is one dollar like ten thousand yeah i think so that's forty thousand that's literally like that's 50 it's 4.99 <gasps> oh, that's yeah, like, you can get like a meal you can get like an itla here yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the itla. oh cost. my god i miss itla i miss all the food in it Hok Ben. Oh, that's that's it. That's all I have to say. Hok Ben. Honestly. Egg chicken roll. I think. Silakan you go check You can this. make egg chicken. She made it. Did oh she? yeah, you, you did make made it. it. You made you made DIY Hok Ben. I feel like. I did. It's probably better. Tapi, can you try to fabricate the mayonnaise too? Like, cause I feel like that's. Honestly, Hok Ben mayonnaise is like, life changing. Yeah. Like nothing. It is. It's the only mayonnaise I like. Crazy. Like it's just like with the with the carrots combo, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. What what, what is in the mayonnaise? Do the mayonnaise like? Is it just like more eggs? I d- <laughs> so I, I did the orange re- food coloring. I did some research. <laughs> orange food coloring. I did some research. Um, they say that in the mayonnaise there's like some tomato sauce and or something, but what I what I put in mine was. I didn't use regular mayonnaise. I used the QP mayo, the Japanese mayo. Ah. And then oh. I put in like a little dollop of um, tomato sauce and then a few drops of Tabasco because I wanted it to have like a bit of a kick. Spice. And then <laughs> I put in like a few drops of truffle oil. Ooh, that's good. fancy. That's It's pretty good. Yo, oh my god, you're literally, um, what's the, that girl in, in Bon Appetit who like Queer? makes stuff fancy? Yeah. You're like yeah. gourmet hawk Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. She can work for Bon Appetit if you want to. Oh if she wants That is. Yeah, that sounds fun. Whoa. That yeah. sounds fun. Less tiring than working in a kitchen. Exactly. A full time job in the kitchen. <laughs> I feel like it's 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 like cooking, but not like all the time. Because you're a TV chef. You're like a. Yeah, like a honestly, yeah. I feel like we're just pushing you to be a TV chef. Yeah, just be like, a celebrity <laughs> chef. Cause like you can have you can have access to like so many other forms of entertainment. Yeah, in, and in it's like yeah. you can endorse yeah. it. You can get that money. Get that a coin. More streams of revenue. Yeah. Yeah. Get be YouTuber. Get that AdSense. <laughs> oh sis, I'm trying. I, I really, oh yeah, she's already YouTuber. No, I'm 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 not. But I wanna I wanna start. But 
my life is so boring. It, it's it's just like me going to school, me going to work. It's so like I don't go out like, with friends. But like I feel like that's something interesting because not a lot of I don't think I think that's a pretty niche thing of like culinary school vlogs yeah. and like talking about how how your day went like what you cook. And you like, can like share recipes with people. Yeah, yeah. and then that's the yeah. In, in like your your gourmet hook bin, like that can be a that's a whole video on its own, Nora. Yeah, uh, uh, it's like it's like um, what do you call like a trainee chef attempts a gourmet hook bin? Oh yeah, that's true. Oh my god, that's a title. That's a title. Okay, maybe maybe mm-hmm. I will do that. Honestly, Nora, the world is your oyster right now. Mm-hmm. The world is your oyster. Video idea. Oyster. Gourmet gourmet hook bin. I'll put that on my list. Yeah. That's gonna be the title of the, of the video I'm doing today. Oh my oh, god. Oh really? Big brain. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm excited. What else? Can you like oh can you like make something that you saw on a TV show or a movie? I love those videos. Yeah, like oh. like binging. Oh yeah, binging binging with Babish, yeah. <laughs> binging with, with Rara. I really like binging with Babish. Actually, I I I I watched his video, him doing the croque madame from from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. I, I actually oh god, you know what was really disappointing. What? What? Last semester, I we cooked ratatouille, oh. in class. So in my head, I thought it was gonna be like, oh my god, it's gonna be like with slices, and it's gonna be like plated up so nicely, like 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 the movie. But it's not. <laughs> it's kind of really ugly. <laughs> Cause it's just like a mash, it's mishmash just... of like vegetables and soup, right? Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They just chop it. Yeah. I guess it tastes the same. But it's good. I I actually I actually oh, like it. Oh, it tastes so good. Oh, I've never tried it. Yeah, it's good. It's just. You know, after watching the movie, you have you have these expectations. Yeah. <laughs> I used to think that the red circles the were pepperoni, and yeah. I was like, "Yeah, same." <laughs> Me too. It looked like pepperoni. Yeah, it looked yeah. like a scab, like vegetables. Ew. Because <laughs> <laughs> in the movie, like Anton Ego, like the way he ate it when he was a child. Remember that scene? Yeah. When his mom made it, like ratatouille, it was like in a bowl. Gitukan. Yeah. It was not like a plate. It was like, chopped up. Yeah, it was chopped up. Yeah. So. The name of the school that you go to is TAFE, right? Mm-hmm. Can you, like, tell us about, like, what vocational schooling is like? And what made you want to go to a vocational school and not, like, a university? Because... And, like, TAFE is vocational, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is vocational. Okay. Yeah. So the reason why I wanted to go to a vocational school instead of going to university, one, going to university and... Australia is like hella expensive. Like I couldn't afford it for an international mm-hmm. student, or just like for any student. Well, it's a lot cheaper for for like Australians, but for international students, it could go up to like fifty a year. Yikes! Yikes! Yeah, that's actually a lot. It's a lot. <coughs> Australia is quite expensive, and um, like back home, you know, I d- I don't come from the most like financially stable background, and I think my like my biggest goal in life obviously is to. You know, I just want to be financially stable, and if I could start working earlier, especially mm-hmm. like I can work while I'm in school, uh, and I can make money for myself, like that was just that was like the main reason why I wanted to come here and do this, even though it is a tough industry, especially for women. It's very tough, actually, for women. Ooh, Ooh. can we talk about that later? We can talk about yeah. that <laughs> Oh, I have so many stories. Oh. <laughs> But um, yeah. I just I want I want to be, I want to be more independent. I want to be able to support myself. I mean, mm-hmm. like obviously right now I'm living with my aunt, so like housing and everything, like I don't pay for anything, groceries, like just like the basics. Like my aunt always gets it, but if I want to like make something on my own, then obviously like I go out and and get it myself, and like you know pocket money, everything, transportation, like that that's coming from my salary good for you man i'm really honestly i love i just love that i love rara's character yeah it's just like like, mm -hmm. yeah because it's such a change from like the rara that we knew back in like i don't i don't think it's such a big of that big of a change i I mean wait what was the change how was i like 
<laughs> I don't. I feel like you've what been. Was your perception? You've been quite independent for a long for time. For a long time, but it's just she never had the opportunity to That's really, true. yeah, become your own independent person. You know. But, like, mm. I, I feel like they, you're, you've always been the type of person who's like, yeah, I want to work myself. I want to, like, yeah, do And it's, like, just work. great, you know? In this day and <laughs> age, we need that. <laughs> remember, like, I remember when Rara was first, like, doing theater back in, like, 11th grade. I was, like, really surprised. Because when I like it, that's, like, its own environment. And then, like, mm-hmm. you're also, like, juggling school and then the theater stuff. And then, like, but then I saw you really start to enjoy it. And then you gain like new friends along the way, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so yeah, proud I'm of so her!" Proud. Yeah, like, you were co- more confident. And that's all because of Sarah. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. Literally, all because of Sarah. Um, Literally. I would like to take credit for Rara's success. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all you. I feel like yeah. I I like I nudged you in that direction, but like. But then you, you took yeah. the decision to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, why is this turning into like a therapy session for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. it always ends up with a, ther- a therapy, therapy session. Because therapy always, is expensive. Yeah. yeah, therapy mm-hmm. is expensive. So this is the next best thing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Talk to your friends. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then what was she talking about? University is expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. So basically, yeah, I j- I just wanted to, especially because, I, if I go to university, honestly. I really don't know what I would take. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's however many years, and I have to commit to that whatever, like, whatever That's I'm taking true. for those years. And, yeah, I just, I, I would have no clue. I mean, I guess, like, the safest option would be business, and obviously, like, you know, you gain knowledge to help you out, like, later in life if you're starting something. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom wants me to go to uni after I finish my diploma so like i'd be working right so i would be making my own Mm -hmm. money so she wants me to pay myself Mm -hmm. for my uh bachelor's and that's like that's like her one like request like if i come here like i have to do that and i was thinking Mm -hmm. like if i take if i take business i mean if i want to start like start up like a restaurant or something like that would be helpful yeah you can combine your what you learn now and what you're gonna learn later yeah Yeah. i think that's always like really because i feel like getting a degree in business is very much like it depends on like what you're passionate about if you already have a passion in something like getting a business degree could really be helpful to like monetize yeah monetize that yeah Um, exactly monetizing your passions yeah. yeah, we actually talked about this in a in a in a different episode. episode yeah. I think it's. I think it might. I think this might come out first. Really? I, I don't know. Let's see. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, monetizing your passion is like very. It's like a big deal. I feel like. Right. So, um, you're in vocational school, and like it's obviously different from uni because it's like you're, it's a diploma. It's more like hands on. You're like active and stuff like that. And it's shorter too. Like you only graduated mm-hmm. in like how many years? It's only two years. So the first. So the first two semesters, that's getting my certificate three. And then the third semester is certificate four. And then the last semester is a diploma, but it's not in commercial cookery. The diploma is in hospitality management. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. okay. That, that's interesting. So would you say there's like a stigma around um, vocational schooling? Do Australian high schoolers like go to... How, how many of them go to vocational school? Or is it like university, university? Like I feel like yeah. here especially in Indonesia it's very much like you're expected to go to university and anything else mm-hmm. than that is a bit like ah. the culture is different but yeah. like I feel like that's kind of dumb you know it's actually really different like back home I do notice like a stigma with going to vocational schools like if I mention that I'm going to TAFE and I'm not like going to uni they're like oh you're not you're not going to uni you're not getting your bachelor's like there's there's a stigma mm-hmm. but so far here like it's because in Indonesia, like you, you probably need like really good qualifications to get like a high paying job, right? To get a to get a good job to support yourself, but here, mm-hmm. um, like, you can have a certificate or a diploma, and you can get a really good job too, and like work your way up in with in your career. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of the people that a lot of the Australians that I know here, um, or at least the ones that I know, um, some of them like 
some of them go to go to TAFE first and then they and then they go to uni like they they kind of they postpone uni so then like in Indo mm-hmm. like usually straight after high school you go to uni right but with some Australians that, I, that I've met like they they take their time with it some people don't go to uni until like they're like in their 30s yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. exactly yeah I feel like here there's so much pressure on that kind of like w- it's like our mindset is very much like okay you have to do this you have to yeah. do that and and it's kind of ridiculous like I was mentioning I, I think I said this in this, our episode with Sharon it's like it's quite ridiculous for people to expect children essentially to like already like map out their their whole lives their whole lives yeah. and like you said like you commit to like a, like a specific like strand of knowledge for like three four years and like pulling through with that is intense when you think about it yeah it Which is. is good that she, you, you know, like, it, you, you get to take your time there, yeah, mm-hmm. I think, and, like, you get to, like, work and have up experience, you go before you actually decide on, like, what you want to take for uni, you go, and, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I feel like also experience is very, very valuable, um, oh, yeah, like, definitely, on top of education, because I feel like education can be, like, at university or, like, getting your bachelor's is very theoretical, and, like, if you can show that you can work in like a work environment that's ultimately maybe potentially more valuable than, than showing like, yeah and your you degree know stuff. yeah and ultimately like any experience that you get from work like when you're working it's also a learning environment with every with every exactly. job that you have you learn something new so it's not only mm-hmm. it's not only the skills that you learn but also the knowledge mm-hmm. yeah but how how have you like ex- like how have you what is the word? I lost the word. It was just in my brain. It was in my brain, love. I lost in it. your brain, love. Oh um, God. how have you like handled juggling yeah. work and school life? Because I feel like those, because like, I, I, like I don't call you that much, but when I do, you're always like, yeah, you're always like. I feel like you're always busy. Yeah, and like, you know, and like complaining about your boss or like your <laughs> job, you know. <laughs> Which is which is totally normal. Yeah, and it's totally valid of you to do that. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm just like, oh, Rara, when is it gonna like? When you're gonna like, you know, calm down. <laughs> Not calm down. No, like, like, um, just find inner peace. Yeah, find <laughs> inner peace. I think it's gonna get more hectic the longer it goes on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, ba- balancing work and school has been has been tough. Uh, explain further like what what what's your job like what have you okay. been doing so i got here to australia like right before covid got really bad and then around the time that i right. yeah around the time that i was like getting used to school and i was like okay i'm gonna start applying to jobs was when the lockdown happened in perth but mm-hmm. In WA, the cases never really got to, like, a large amount. So, I mean, there were restrictions, right? But you could still you could still go and apply to jobs. Um, but at the time, there were very limited restaurants that were still open and that were still hiring. So I had a really tough time just getting a response back. I applied to 152 jobs. Oh, 152? Yeah. Damn. That is insane <laughs> oh my god how many did you get accepted or like passed for like an interview i only got three i only got three responses out of those 152 jobs <gasps> oh my three. god three responses oh my god that is actually crazy see it's like oh my god can you like it's it's so scary how like we're expected to like just jump into like with the workforce and like figure things out when shit like this happens and it's just like i'm so scared i don't want to be an adult love oh my god the amount of times that i've cried because i didn't want the adult life anymore i was like making my own money no i want to go back to my parents' house Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's it's so it's so scary and and once you start working right like you have this you have this mentality where like if you don't work enough hours i'm not going to be able to live off of the money that i make and then you start you start panicking and you start feeling anxious. It's like, fuck, I'm not making enough money. I need to make more money. I need to work. But you're so tired because you have school and work. Mm. So I went through I went through a really bad time where I was just like, I was just unhappy. I was going to school, Aww. going to work. I was just like, 
but at least I had the money to shop. I spent a lot of money. Um, that's like me trying to enjoy everything in the in the gray sky of my mind. Yes. <laughs> the gray sky of your mind. I love that. That's your poetic. <laughs> Wait, so what's your like day-to-day life like your schedule of work in school so currently i'm not working i just recently quit my job because my boss is a peephead um yeah that's a whole thing um he was put on the news because he's a bad boss the new wait what the yeah uh, oh yeah she, she told us what she called yesterday yeah we should yeah. Tell, tell the podcast <laughs> okay wait where should i start the the job right yeah mm-hmm. so it was at this thai restaurant um when i when i first came in they they uh, the boss said like it was like a four-hour trial which is like longer than usual a four-hour trial and then after we finished the trial he told us to keep coming back and it became it became a four hour a four day trial and he wouldn't talk to us about our pay and then after those four days he was like great okay um um we're gonna hire you uh what days can you come but he didn't ask for any of my information like payment information or anything or like my 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 visa because like as a as a non-australian like they need all that information and stuff to work um yeah he didn't ask for that until like a week later and i didn't get my pay up until like two weeks of working there and you're supposed to get your pay every week at at that place specifically mm-hmm. um yeah so that's like the the beginning of of how sketchy it was but onto how it was working there um it was it was interesting <laughs> It was very busy all the time, and at first my job was to roll spring rolls and curry puffs and golden wraps, so we had to reach a certain number every week. So I was in charge of making sure that we rolled eight hundred of each. So there were four things to oh roll, God. and we had to roll eight hundred. It's three thousand two, three thousand two hundred. Quick maths. <laughs> Quick maths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and, like, our, my head chef would, like, shout at me if I didn't reach the numbers, like, if it was missing, like, 200 each. But what was, what was tough is that, because the restaurant was so busy and it was kind of understaffed, because the place was sketchy, right? So people, people were coming in and out, like, the chefs were coming in and out. Um, so during the times where there, there weren't enough staff, um my head chef would pull me to go on a section for service so i would be cooking for oh. for dinner service but then he also expects me to get the 800 number and i was really struggling Damn. with that i was like what the fuck i mean if you want me to like reach the number then let me just roll shit <laughs> but <laughs> obviously i wanted to advance in the kitchen right so i was happy to to cook during the service um, and then eventually the people who were working in that section, they, they quit. And then a bunch of other people quit. So then even the, sh- the head chef quit. So there was a new chef. So this new chef, um, like promoted me and put me on the okay. section. So I wasn't rolling anymore. So Whoa. my, my job title was no longer production or prep. It was for... I was a cook. Ooh. <laughs> so that was that was really you you learn a lot from doing service in a in an actual restaurant, especially one that gets really busy too. At first I really I really struggled with getting the orders on time cuz I could have like 10 orders at once. Mm. And and yeah, that was that was hectic. But it went it went okay. Doing okay. That's that's. You know what this reminds you? Reminds you of like Kitchen Nightmares. Cause I used to watch that shit. I was thinking of like, is it like Cooking Dash? Yeah. Oh my dash. It's like because you were saying I have to I have ten orders at once. I'm like. Yeah, you know, like in in Upland Club Penguin, we have to make like the pizza really quickly, and you have to see the order, and you have to like make sure you get like 
the right sauce and the right toppings. Honestly, I played a lot of those kind of games, like growing up. Right, I feel like they kind of, kind Whoa. of helped maybe a little bit. At least like organizing things in your mind, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, memorizing. Yeah, that's great. See, educational games are educational. They are. <laughs> Lol. So like. About the service industry, you know, you talked a bit about it and like the the problems in it. How how would you how would you express like how you feel about the service industry and like what what problems you encountered? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, cause your first job is like in a in a in a different country, which mm-hmm. is interesting. Actually. Oh yeah. yeah well, the service industry is very demanding mm-hmm. and especially when you're working in the kitchen like you have to perform like you just have to you can't like you can't just melt down performing or she's the production yeah, she's the production <laughs> yeah is there a i think there's there, there's a cooking musical somewhere waitress oh my god Yes, waitress. That's true. That is what baking can do. You know, my my chefs actually comment whenever I I sing in the kitchen. (laughs) You sing in the kitchen. Oh, having a concert, are we? And I'm like, sorry, chef. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's adorable. Um, So okay, problems that I face in this industry. Okay, I'm I'm oh fuck. I'm not going to start with the problems, but something interesting that I found was that they could, like, call you up on your day off, on your very little day offs, and tell you, like, hey, can you be here in half an hour? The one who's what? supposed to be working, like, can't come. Like, I need you. Like, I need you here right yeah. now. Okay. I feel like that makes sense, but at the same time, it's like... It's not fair. It's, it's not fair. Because it's a day off. Like, yeah. there, it should, do, you, do you have, a, like, a work... Contract? Contract? Or is it just, like, oh, you're hired? Because the boss was sketchy, I didn't have a contract. Oh, shit. Mm. That means, like, you have no legal basis on to complain why you didn't get paid for, like, yeah. X amount of months. Exactly. It, it's tough to report him when... When apparently I wasn't even listed as an employee. Damn. Yeah. yeah. So he but you was rolled me. But who rolled those eight hundred, eight hundred um, <laughs> spring rolls? Spring rolls. It was co- a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking ghost machine. It was robots. It was robots. <laughs> and was it like like in Australia, like how would you say like the that service. impacted? your experience because obviously you know every country is different if you work here and you work there it's different like how would you say like the fact that your first like proper job was in like a foreign country and you were in a different environment like how did they, that influence your perspective of like the service industry or just like any working, working, yeah. working generally yeah. well i don't really have experience working in indonesia except like theater mm-hmm. and stuff but i don't really count that as a, a job job I guess mm-hmm. but working in Australia I mean I don't really have anything to compare it to like it, it, it's just it's just work it's mm-hmm. it's almost easier to communicate with people because um, my formal Indonesian sucks <laughs> so I definitely yeah. excel at interviews more here than I do back home like if like for internships and stuff when we had to like have an interview like oh i would really stumble on my words because i'd be like uh, hello uh, nama saya rara saya um saya adalah murid saya murid di blah, blah, blah. like oh yeah. not impressive not yeah. a good first impression that's funny because language like you have i feel like you have different personalities when you speak yeah different languages you know, yeah that's so true and your level of confidence is different too. when i'm speaking in indonesian it's like crack yeah like, indonesian okay. is just no so... <laughs> what girl indonesian is just like a funnier a funnier language like you sound you sound funnier when you speak in indo yeah. i feel like i'm rude when you tell jokes indo. A lot more. Uh, I feel like a lot more santai though. Yeah, a lot more santai. Yeah, santai, santai. I feel like 
the reason ngomong Indo kayak lebih asik gitu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the thing is like, the thing about Indo is very oh my god. Yo. The form like the form like formal language and informal it's so different that like jomplang mm, words. Yeah, like when you like write text like in school or whatever or you present in school compared to like how you speak with your friends day to day it's so like different that it's it's often hard yeah. to kind of find that like balance and like that middle ground whereas in English it's generally all the same so it's like you have more opportunities to like practice the same type of language yeah. everywhere tapi yeah. like, let's say like in the, in the kitchen kind of like situation obviously there's like a hierarchy gitu kan there's like a head chef and whatever like do you have to treat your head chefs mm-hmm. differently from like okay other types of cooks well the kitchen that I worked at everybody was pretty close There there's a rule in the kitchen where what happens in the kitchen stays in the kitchen So Whoa. if you hate somebody Whoa. in the kitchen, just keep it in the kitchen. Like, um, I was really close to a lot of people that I work to a lot of people at work that I used to work at. Uh, even up, up until now, where we're we're all not working at the same place anymore, we still hang out sometimes. Oh, that's nice. And we have a group um, chat where you talk about we your do boss. actually. <laughs> oh. We do, <laughs> but um, yeah. So if. I was doing service and I was like fucking up a little bit or if I was, you know, a little slow or just not just not having a good day. Like my head chef would like, you know, get mad at me, kind of shout at me and be like, "Why are you doing blah 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 blah." But we're actually really close me and me and my head chef. But yeah. She's really close and to the head chef. That's really interesting cuz <laughs> like um It's it's like that like professional boundary is like yeah. super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel mm-hmm. like it's it's way more relaxed there than here because of the first of that language thing. Second of all, yeah. here people just are so obsessed with respecting people that are yeah. older, like even like mm-hmm. one or two year different. It's because I feel like that's just like part of our culture of being like um, respect your elders and like respect those yeah. and, like who are in like a higher mm. position of position of power, whatever. Like it's harder to like be friends. Um, with with the considerations of like those um hierarchical differences hierarchical hierarchical i have no idea how to say that word (laughs) oh so wait you get you i definitely noticed that can you tell us more about like how women in the kitchen are the women thing yeah Um, because it's so it's so it's so so ironic how like cooking is supposed to be a woman's job because it's like like, yeah and then you make it but when like a woman work cooks professionally it's like That's also wrong. It's like yeah. the idea of women cooking is only like at home in the kitchen, where it's like for free, for, for free, husband. and it's like the idea of like again like monetizing that and like actually having it as a job. It's like oh, that's for men. Yeah. It's like women can't have literally money. can't have ambitions. Yeah, bro. that's so dumb. Literally, yeah. like anything that women start wanting to monetize, men are just like, for why are you doing this? Que paso? Like, <laughs> like okay, cooking, right? Like usually. Like the the culture was like housewives, they're mm-hmm. the ones who are cooking at home, but then they want to be chefs, and it's like, why are you like, why are you even here? It's tough. Mm-hmm. Why? And then also like strippers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Men What? men like men like it when strippers. when guys are uh, men like it when girls are like you know. Oh strippers. Doing doing stuff with them, but the, as soon as they show it off and like you know monetize, monetize it. it, they're yeah. like, oh, it's, it's degrading. Like it's yeah. you're not respecting <laughs> yourself. It's so dumb. You know Bella Thorne But, got okay. one million from OnlyFans. Bella like, Thorne is on, huh? is on really? OnlyFans. Yeah, she's on OnlyFans. Yeah, That, good for her, I guess. Like. Yeah, but then she's stealing platform from like. Oh shit! That's other true. People. That's very yeah. true. But at the same. She's time, stealing what? She's stealing like, the platform for like from other people who are like who have to work twice as hard to get mm-hmm. the money or that she got. Um. Yeah. But I feel like at the same time, it's like um. I don't know, it's like, because it's like, I guess, isn't it like preference? I don't know, like, you can just do, like, who, like, there's so many people. Actually, I don't understand the whole OnlyFans thing. Yeah, sorry. Like, wait, yeah. wait, wait, she was gonna tell us about Yeah, sorry, We're continue. in the kitchen. Okay, go, you have the stage. Oh. Okay, so, as a woman in the kitchen, and especially somebody who looks like me, <laughs> I've, I've had a lot of comments <laughs> in the funny. kitchen of people That's saying... Funny. Especially somebody <laughs> who looks like me. Yeah. Why? I don't know. That's just so funny. Okay. 
okay. Especially it's with like, the way that I look, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it, it's because, it's because, like, I get a lot of comments of people saying that I'm small and weak and delicate. Oh, you know. the audacity you love. The caucasity. The audacity, the audacity. of men, mm. mate. Mate? Oh no. Oh no. Oh, no. no. She's colonized. Oh, no. She's colonized. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, what was he saying? Okay, yes. and, then, and then? Fun fact, actually, the, on my, my first week of school, there was this one lecturer who asked me to stay behind and he was asking me why I did this and he was like, Are you sure like you think you can do this? Like what? Yeah. Oh my god. Wait, 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 wait. did did the did the professor just like single you out? Like who did were you only the only person who got asked that question? Mm-hmm. Damn. That's Yeah. But then at the end of the semester, at the end of last semester, I had my my exam with in one of his classes um and we were cooking a bunch of stuff and you know you know what he said to me he was like you know he calls me shalmoza you know shalmoza in the beginning i really you know i really thought that that you wouldn't be able to last but seeing you you here today doing your exam you're cooking like a star <gasps> oh, oh i, I so, love like, that it's so annoying because it's like you hate this person but like the, the the second they give you like they, like, they give you validation like, oh my god yeah <laughs> it's kind of like yeah, i was so flattered because <laughs> it's like kind of like revenge at like you know it's like it's like you want to show you want like you want to show that you're good but it's like, at the same time like why should you do that if if they they don't respect you in the first place but, but then but then it's like it's like it's like you're seeking your revenge but then you get positive energy That's in return true. and like and you give mm-hmm. positive energy back and it's just it's just nice and then and like being better at at like cooking you know it's it's for personal growth too it wasn't just for me to be like yeah i can do this he thought wrong mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> she just did the middle finger <laughs> <laughs> but okay yeah so th- that was something that i faced at school but there isn't much else that i faced in school that i thought was like oh yikes that is that is discrimination mm-hmm, sister mm-hmm. but um so in the workforce it's a different story in the in the work environment it's a different story story how so um like i had this conversation with a coworker actually um and he was very aware of like women facing discrimination in the kitchen mm-hmm. he was saying that like Guys do it without even realizing that they're doing it, mm-hmm. which is so true. Like, they just they just don't think that you're that you're capable enough, especially with like more advanced cooking or something that that involves a lot of heat. You know, they just think like girls be like, oh, it's 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 so hot, or like whatever. Or like real saying. heat. <laughs> Yeah, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah, really? Like, 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 like when stuff gets intense in the kitchen, oh. then, like, like heat, like they start fighting. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, that makes sense. But the other thing that I thought of also makes sense. I would say. Yeah, I feel like because yeah, like girls are yeah, assumed yeah, to be sense, weak, so that they can't take the heat, right? Mm-hmm. Also, Both like literal mm. and figurative. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. continue. <laughs> yeah, and you know they also think that we're more gentle and we can't like take the we can't take the heat mm-hmm. figuratively mm-hmm. um there was this one there was this one guy at my workplace he like he was always teaching me stuff stuff that i already knew oh, that i was already doing yeah. yeah like i'd be doing something and he's like no no you do it like this and, and it's not like i can tell you know there's a difference between wanting to help because you want to when the like person's actually be make it easier for the person oh, yeah. but th- but there's also a difference of that and like wanting to help because you think that i'm not capable mm-hmm. yeah but you know i also have to take into consideration that that was my first job and i was I, and i just started cookery school so i did have a lot to learn but i definitely like got that vibe from him and whenever he talked to the other girls in the kitchen like i got the same vibe and mm. oh so he's doing it to everyone yeah and like other than that 
I mean, in the kitchen that I worked at, not there were only like a few a few guys who were like that. Not all of them. Um, my chef in particular was very like adamant in like trying to get me involved, like making sure that I like get the most out of like working there, like in terms of learning how to do this and that. But there there were some guys who like were being pretty unprofessional. Um, they would somehow get my number. I'm assuming like another person in the kitchen gave it to them, or they got it from what? like our group what? chat. What? Uh, isn't that illegal? Yeah, that's a breach of privacy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I mean, like mm-hmm. we were. I think we were all in the same group chat, but yeah, they they would like follow my Instagram or they'd message me. They'd be like, oh, "Hey, what time do you what time do you start work?" Oh, this one guy, actually, he texted me out of the blue. I didn't save his number. He was like, he was like, oh, very pretty picture. Who is this? And I'm like, uh, haha, this is Rara. And I, I saw his profile picture, right? So I knew that it was the guy from work. I was like, oh, this is Rara. And he was like, oh, yeah, I know. And he was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, uh, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, oh, what time do you start work? I'll pick you up. By the way, do you want, do you want a Jack and Coke for after work? I can, I can bring some drinks for us. And I'm like, um, I'm good. And there was this other guy. He actually had a girlfriend who was also working in the kitchen. And I was working with her. Oh, my God. And he would, like, he was very pushy. And he was also very touchy in the kitchen, which I really didn't like. Like, I hate it when guys feel the need to touch your waist or touch your shoulder. Like, if they're trying to like move past you they're like oh excuse me and they like they just have to touch you for some reason i i don't know why i hate it they can just ask you like yeah, yeah. like move a bit i'm sure there's plenty of yeah space. if you yeah. can walk through you can just and you can just tell me like hey Rara, can you like move aside you know like the, in the mm-hmm. kitchen we say behind so if we're walking behind somebody we're like oh behind that's like in the movies i feel like like uh-huh. right, right. i don't know <laughs> It's like like you like you tell someone that you're like walk gonna like go through. Oh, the okay. Yeah, because people could be carrying hot stuff. If you're carrying something hot through through the like aisle where the pass is, and like there are people on each side, and they could be like going like that way, like going to either side, and you're trying to walk through, you have to say behind hot, so then they know that you're carrying Whoa. something hot. That's like technical terms. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 kitchen jargon. Imagine if there's a whole dictionary filled with like kitchen yeah. jargon. Just like so like cool. different job dictionaries. Like yeah. Like, <gasps> oh, that's, 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 that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Oh my god, we can do that. We nah, can do that. Okay. but Ooh. that's a good idea. Whoever you could. has. It's um, like like becoming a chef for dummies. You look at me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the the yeah. That's great. Yeah. So you've talked about like being discriminated against as like a, uh, woman. a woman. How would you feel like? Obviously, you're you're in Australia. You're in like a different country as like an international student or like an international person who is like not white. Like how would how does that affect your overall experience, experience as well? Mm. Or is it pretty international as well there? It's pretty international like i would say maybe a third of the students are international mm-hmm. so two-thirds are australian a third international like the biggest discrimination or like the biggest struggle that you could face as an international student is really like the language barrier a lot of the chefs they're like really old because they're really experienced and they have like mm. like decades they're seasoned of- because <sighs> they're shops. <laughs> no! <laughs> she said that. I did. And what you're gonna? Why? Why? A moment of silence for the death of my soul. <laughs> the, the great skeleton is her mind. Yeah, seasoned chef. Yeah. Oh my god. A seasoned chef who seasons food. Oh my god. My brain. Rara's face is just like, the fuck is going on? I hate these people. Oh. I made the right decision, but. <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, 
It's like it's like if a if a winemaker is like old, is it aged winemaker? <laughs> and if he and if he looks good, he's like he aged like, like fine, fine wine. Oh my god! Ring 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 ring. Hello? Oh hi, mom. Sorry, I gotta go. My mom's calling me. <laughs> Your mom's not there. She's right here, bitch. Yeah. Oh, you're my dad. Yeah. Um. You're my daddy. Okay. That's sorry. Um, sorry to tell you, she's not your mom. Wait, what? <laughs> what? You didn't, you didn't, you didn't push me she out of the vagina. Anyways, so you're born to serious. Yeah. Anyways, so, something that I do get a lot, like at school or at work, they're always like, um, "Oh, where are you from? Are, are you from? Are you from America?" And I'm like. Oh no no no! I'm from Indonesia, and then they're like, "Oh, but your English is so good." Yeah, yeah. I, I get that a lot. Like, I get that a lot too. People Ooh. always think I'm American in the UK. Yeah. For some, I mean, I guess we sound American, but I don't hear it. Yeah. It's just like, our 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 accents are so standard American. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's mm-hmm. standard like, the like the international type where it's like you speak yeah, with a lot of different true. people, with different accents, mm-hmm. so you have like a generic nothing accent yeah but um Mm. yeah you you're definitely like as an international student if you like speak english really well they kind of they almost treat you a little better almost Mm. like when when lecturers or like my boss at work if they're talking to um, someone else who was international, and there was like a, a like a really evident language barrier. Um, like you could tell that they the boss or the lecturer is trying to talk to them like as if they're dumb. Like they're uh. like it's not it's not cool. But yeah, honestly, like that's that's probably just about it. It's not like people outright say to you that like there's not some there's not like people who are out like or like, or like out. Right, conservative and like don't like, don't like like, immigrants, immigrants foreigners. yeah, foreigners, right? No, no, definitely not. That's good. That's good. Yeah, so That's like, what I experienced too when I was in France. Like I never mm-hmm. saw like anyone who was like openly conservative, but like, in on TV obviously like it's like a lot of politicians mm-hmm. were like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's also mm-hmm. like in the UK as well. Like, sometimes I like I meet people who are like who claim that they're conservative, but at the same time they're like super like like fine with the idea of like you know what i mean like they're like they're politically conservative or whatever but they're still i guess it's just they're more open about i don't know what it is I don't like, know. it's like so it's just it, maybe people's political like beliefs are just like mm-hmm. or maybe they just don't show it in front of us yeah mm. which is like which is good right because yeah. i mean even though you have your like you can have your uh, your own opinions obviously but mm-hmm. once you like take the time to express them to like inten- intentionally hurt like a group of people like people know, can do when, that yeah yeah that's you have to be very evil to do that yeah like, like mm-hmm. you're very in your head yeah yeah karen's karen's, karen's. <laughs> um so i guess that's it but I, yeah. I think we can wrap this up i think i mean unless you have anything to say i don't think oh she Right, so do you want to give me and Sarah and the audience advice on, like, entering the workforce? Yes, we need Finding that. jobs? I've been apl- I've applied to jobs, but not as much as... I, <laughs> now I know why I didn't get any jobs, because I only applied to, like, 30 or so jobs. Maybe I should apply to... It's like, I mean, 30 is, is decent. Like, I hear people like, oh, I applied to six jobs, I didn't get any of them. Like, you've applied to six jobs. <laughs> yeah, six. right? <laughs> I remember, like, I went on, like, a spree where I'm, like, okay, I just applied. I just sent, like, my CV. So, like, like, I just clicked on, like, a lot of stuff. And it's, like, it didn't really work well. And then I realized the, the reason that happened is because I didn't really have a work permit. Like, I don't have, like, <laughs> like I, I was allowed, but I didn't, I haven't applied for my work permit. Oh. So, that was dumb oh, of me. Oh, yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, advice. Advice. Um, be consistent, like, when you're applying. Especially, like, like during during COVID, right? Like you had to be really consistent. Like you had to, you had to really find. Like 
on page one, page two, you have to go all the way to page whatever mm-hmm. of the to website. What? Oh, okay. And then? And, and applying to 30 jobs is good. Like, like going on a spree like that. But, because I was really desperate for a job. Like, I, I did like 30 every day. No, I, I did 20 every day. But, um, yeah, so that's number one. Be consistent with ap- applying to jobs. Like, especially if you really need it, right? And then number two would be, no matter how desperate you are, you should know your worth. As in... That's so, that's so good. <clears throat> yeah. As in, like, you finally get a job, but then it turns out the pay is, like, under minimum wage, and it's very demanding, and you're not even getting treated well. Like you gotta leave mm-hmm. you gotta leave look for it look for another job or else you know you leave the job being owed nine hundred dollars is that what happened yeah. to you yeah that's like yeah. three months Shit. worth of how many how many months worth of pay is that that's two two weeks worth of pay huh? two no oh my god not girl girl that's a lot well, that this is why this is why you could afford that really expensive jean, pair of jeans. <laughs> she she's wearing it right now. Oh my god, that's <laughs> oh my god, that's two weeks nine. This is why we need labor unions, right? Yeah. Oh my god, itu itu kayak udah lebih itu lebih dari umat UMR. Emang iya. Dan di sini umat satu oh my god. Tapi okay, but it's it's like expensive to live there though, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Easy, but whoa. But I don't pay for a living cost. I mean, I don't pay for housing or anything. I just pay for my own stuff. That's so big brain. Let me imagine if like if if Ra had a own place, mm-hmm. like two weeks worth of pay can be fatal. You know, see, mm-hmm. you can be like yeah, cold. it it really would. Yeah, really would. I know somebody who, it's this couple. They're married. Um, not the one I I mentioned earlier. Like, it's a different couple. Um, you know, they live together, she's going to uni here, and they're paying for it. And he was missing 4,000. <gasps> Shit. Imagine how, like, detrimental getting that money is mm-hmm. to them. They're paying uni fees, they're paying their housing, they're paying for everything. Do they have kids? No. Oh, okay. They, they like to say that I'm their daughter. <laughs> I, well... You're everyone's daughter. Yeah, technically. you're everyone's. You're, you have like, you're just da- you have daughter energy. Yeah. Child energy. Not that you're like a child. It's just like, like, you know, a child could be any. <laughs> Never mind. You know what? Never mind. Yeah. yeah no, no, no. Like they, I, I, ha- I have that vibe where people want to take care of me, and I give that vibe where I want to be taken care of. I mean, obviously, like in the kitchen, like I can handle myself, mm-hmm. or else you know, like they would have fired me, but. Outside of the kitchen, they would be very like, kaya perhatian, kaya uh-huh. making sure that like you're okay. you know, just wanted to yeah. take care of me. Yeah. Um, okay. What what else? What else is it? Advice. The, more advice. Mm-hmm. Um, or is that the only main the main thing that you want to cover? Advice. More advice. Um, if you are in the hospitality industry, like. You gotta, you gotta be prepared to spend most of your time doing that. Like, hospitality never. The grind never, never stops. <laughs> the grind never stops, even if it's the it's weekend. Just rise like, and grind and rise and grind. Literally, like, when when I still had a job, I had school Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and I was working, like. A day on the weekdays, so like either Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'd be working one of them, mm-hmm. and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'd be working until like ten p.m. <gasps> Shit. What time do you come in? Um, sometimes twelve, sometimes three. Oh. Yeah. Good for you, man. I'm really proud of you. I'm genuinely like super proud of Rara. Like, yeah, you've accomplished mm-hmm. so much, and you. She went from making scrambled eggs to a whole variety yeah. of plates mm-hmm. and it's like and you're and it's like it's like the work ethic it's just like it's so impeccable. good yeah i know i'm jealous of ours work ethic honestly yeah, yeah. <gasps> like ugh. i'm so lazy guys 
No, but like you're determined to like like you know what I mean like get you like with a job like you're like you work you're determined she takes to get initiatives. It. Yeah, you take yeah. initiative. Whereas like sometimes I see a job and it's like, mm, like I want it, but also <laughs> too I'm I'm not qualified. It's like I'm not I like I'm too afraid to try. Too in your head, you know. Yeah, because I fear rejection. <laughs> but yeah. Something that I also noticed before I got here, like, I was really romanticizing the adult life, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I understand that. Yeah, and, like, also, like, getting a job, like, oh, it'd be so cool to, like, work at a supermarket and just, like, boom, and then, like, check out and stuff like that. Or being a waitress or mm-hmm. or being a chef, like, you really... Like you get a, you get excited about it, right? When you like when you're in Indonesia, like you can't really apply for jobs like that, and then you, you get here and then you start working, like in actual jobs, and you're like, I am tired of this adult life. It is harder than I thought it would be. <laughs> what's your best? What's your most favorite dish to like cook? Hmm, this isn't a full dish. This is actually just a side, but I really like my mashed potatoes mm. so what i do is so like i mash the potatoes right and then um instead of just like putting butter through it and seasoning it like when the potatoes were boiling i already seasoned it with like a lot of salt right and then in a in another pot i melt some butter add some milk add some cream um and then i crush a clove of garlic sometimes two and then I put like a little sprig of thyme and rosemary in it. And then I take it out and then I mix it into the mashed potato and it makes it super creamy. And it's like, oh, and then I also add cheese into it. I also add cheese into it. So it's like cheesy, a little garlicky, and like you can can taste the, the fragrance of the rosemary and the thyme. And it's just, it's beautiful. Oh my Beautiful. god, you heard it here first. Our podcast got a recipe. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, she can make it like a recipe. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, we'll work on that later. <laughs> um, okay, one more thing. One last thing. Um, recommend something that that you really love. Anything. Can be anything. It doesn't have to be cooking related. What's something you really love right now? And you want to share it to people. Something that I love that I want to share to people. Like a TV show or a, a movie or... Her song. A song. Um, I really like... <laughs> oh, she's laughing. It's going to be embarrassing. Wait, just hold on. You know, you know Blackpink's new song? <laughs> okay. Oh, with Selena Gomez? With Selena no, Gomez? Yeah. How you, no, no, I haven't listened to that one. Oh. I was talking about how you like that. How, how you like that? That's not new. Oh, I mean, okay, let me think of something else. Okay, even we can still do that yeah. one if that's your final answer. Why? I don't know, Why it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. oh, no, it's just something that we're trying to do as, <laughs> like with guest episodes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Okay, wait, let me think of something else that I like. Um, I've been drinking a lot of Shinkutang. It's like yeah. the only good boba here. Mm-hmm. For reals, the only good boba here. Well, but the I, only good boba? Like, is there no other. There either? are, but it's just like, it's just white people boba, man. And they That's call it bubble boba. tea. Like, white people boba is just it's, just, it's like boba, but it's not that good. Like, it's not, it's not catered to our, our tastes. Oh, I right? see. It's more, for, it's for white people. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's that's cool. That's great. This okay. So, Thurara, we just want to thank you for being a guest on this. We miss you guys. We miss you so much. What? Oh wait. Actually, there there is one more thing that I want to say. This is okay. something that the only female lecturer at this school said to me. Okay. I was I was carrying something heavy, and then she said to me, "You don't have to carry that. You can you can act like a woman, because." Mm. When you're in the kitchen, you know, you feel the need to, like, be more tough and, like, prove that that you're capable, you know? And when she said that, what I said to her back was, but if I act like a woman, it gives them a reason to treat me like one. <gasps> Girl! That's 
that's a great note to end this podcast. Simone de Beauvoir. Simone de Beauvoir. She's, she's Simone de Beauvoir. She's like you Um, That's all I can think of. That's the only female like. The only feminist that I know. Um. Um. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. That's, I, I want to I wanna keep that in my brain. Yeah. And just like store it for like so future I- purposes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, thank you, Rara, for that wonderful w- wonderful statement yeah. and, and wonderful chat that we've had for about an hour. Right. We miss you. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet we, forgot to, we forgot to say how we know Rara, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, so basically, how we got to... We're just super close friends. Like yes. uh, we've been, We were in the same class in 8th grade. 8th grade, yeah. And then we've mm-hmm. just been the best of friends ever since ever since love ever since love <laughs> and yeah shout out to redacted school for putting us in Wait, the same did class did she said the name i said the name of school she said the name of school no not, not not our school oh. I mean, our, thank, thank you our redacted, redacted school, school for um putting us in the same class together and allowing this podcast episode to happen essentially yeah yeah, yeah. okay that's it then so, tune in next week for more conscious um, content. Yeah. And bye. 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 Hey guys, it's Nadia doing the um, editor's note this week. I just want to say a very big thank you for Shamuza Ikerara for for allowing us an opportunity to get to know more about her school and work life and we hope that you enjoy this episode we had a lot of fun making it because we didn't think that we would be this consistent like talking about the topic throughout the episode but yeah so tune in next week for more conscious content